Hey everybody, Nick here. Ran into some technical issues with OBS in this one. So we did the speed cap on one day and then we had to do the recap of the score on another day. So sorry for the mistake. Shouldn't happen again. Brand new computer, learning stuff with OBS. Enjoy the episode. Leave a review, rate the show, do whatever you gotta do. Everybody, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. I'm Nick. I'm Josh. That's Josh. And today we are doing the speed cap of Wind Waker. I say we, but really it's me. I'm excited about this one. Josh, uh, how how shocked are you that Wind Waker is 20 years old at this point? Uh, It makes me feel old because I remember seeing the trailer for it and we all got really excited. And the day it came out, we all put our money together and went and bought it. I... You know, we did the 2002 episode last week, and I didn't re- like some for some reason something in my brain hadn't clicked that that was exactly 20 years ago when we were doing the episode. But now that I've gone back and listened to it and realized I was in 2022, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that's Metroid Prime, that's Wind Waker, that is uh, Smash Brothers. Well, I guess Smash Brothers was 2001. The the state the the Japan versus North America releases always get me confused, but a childhood basically. Yeah, and I I just I can't believe there was hate for this game at one point just because it didn't look like real Zelda. Which honestly, if you think about it now, it's honestly probably one of the better Zeldas. I mean, yeah, you've got like Twilight Princess, and now you've got Breath of the Wild, but at the time it was like. One of the, not one of the best because obviously people hated on small things, but if you look back at it now, I think it's one of the better Zeldas compared to the release, like the Minish Cap or the Four Swords. You know, it's it's my number two Zelda after Majora's Mask, and it's it's funny that it got that hate, but I think it's like one of the most well told stories. And that being uh-huh. said, like there's so many cuts. Like I think the third dungeon where the Jabu Jabu stand in was supposed to be an actual dungeon, and then they ended up cutting it. It's funny. It's funny when you look at these great games like Wind Waker is one I think of, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Like these games that you like, people look back and like, oh, that's a masterpiece. It's damn close. And then you hear like the stories of, oh yeah, we had to cut a bunch of shit. You just can't believe it because it's already a really huge game. And I know people knock this game for the Triforce hunting, but I mean, you're in the sea. Like I think, I think that's kind of the point of it. Is it? You're basically lost at sea looking for these Triforce shards, and I, you know, I'm giving you, I'm giving you all the goodies that I'm going to need to save for the points later on. Uh, let's let's go over the let's go over the rules for anyone who's joining us for the first time, and I got a jingle for that. What are the rules? What are the rules? Yeah, we can't hear that, Nick. Everyone else can. Ah, oh, well, that's unfortunate. Well, and I'm I'm gonna have to hit it again because you talked in the middle of it, you bastard. What are the rules? What are the rules? Find out the rules. You know, I might keep the first one also of you talking in the middle of it so they see your tomfoolery, Josh. So, speed cap. Speed capper gets 20 minutes to go through the synopsis of the game. And while the other person is keeping score, Josh has created a sheet. 
I can't see it right now, but I'm going to put it up on your screen. These are the points I have to hit. I am looking away from the screen with it on it. So if anything's going on funky on the screen, I'm sorry. I have to hit all those, and I have to try and get as many points as I can. And then a few weeks from now, Josh will do a version for uh, Josh will do a speed cap of a game that we pick in the next episode. And then between these two episodes, whoever has the highest score makes the other person do something messed up. So we were originally going to do, uh, we were originally going to have the loser build a Lego set in the back of the car, but we can't get on a speed track and I'm not trying to drive around like a madman in a Walmart parking lot. So we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something in the next two weeks. But that, those are the rules. Josh, do you understand the rules? I do. And just so you know, I made this one super easy just for you. Thanks. I appreciate that. I am going to kill it. I'm still going to beat you somehow. I only remember a handful of the bosses' names, so this should be interesting. Cause I know you like to do bosses' names. Uh, I don't know. I switch it up this time. I'll give you that much. You switch it up this time? Okay, yeah. so we're going to put 20 minutes on the clock. It's going to start up at 20.01, and then when it kicks down to 20, that's when I'll start. Josh, do you have anything before we get started here? Uh, may the best man win. Oh, may the best man win, and that's going to be me. Let me get a sip of coffee here. Let's go ahead. I'm going to hit start, and then when we see it, we're going to get started. All right, uh, here we go. So Legend of Zelda Wind Waker came out December 2002. Uh, at, the start, at the start of the game, you get like a, a back cap, or you get a recap, kind of a speed cap like this, of Ocarina of Time where Link defeated Ganon, and then he went back to being a kid, and then in that timeline when he was an adult, since he was no longer there, Ganon like, was like the guy in the bushes waving his hands, or like rubbing his hands, like, he's gone, we coming. All right, so, uh, yeah, so Hyrule went into dark times because Adult Link was gone and Kid Link was doing Majora's Mask type shit. So, uh, the world ended up, uh, well, that's, that's, it. that's all we know at that point. So, flash forward, I think it's like a handful of years later, I think it's like 40, 50 maybe a hundred, maybe a thousand. I don't know. The timeline's messy. And we're on offset, outset Island. We're on outset Island, which is a great name for the star, an Island that you start on just because it's out. Oh God, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> so you're a, you're a young link. You've got like this cool blue outfit that kind of reminds me of Chris Tucker from rush hour two when he's got like the Asian decor on him and he's just very comfortable. I love, I love that outfit he's got on and link too. So he's got the orange and the blue. Well, it's the day that he turns the age of the hero of time when he saved the world the the younger version not the older version so this island has the tradition of everyone wearing green uh, that kid wearing a green tunic link does that uh they're celebrating his birthday when a giant fucking bird flies over and it's got a blonde girl with it and he drops it in the woods on the island link goes and saves her turns out that is uh that is pirate tetra she's a pirate that was kidnapped this uh it was blonde this, this blonde girl Link has a sister named Ariel. She is running to him on the bridge by the forest. Like, the, oh, hey, it's my brother. I love you. Oh, my goodness. Because siblings don't act like that at all. And the bird fucking gangster fucking drives by. And swipes this little blonde girl off the bridge. And it's, it's you know, what? looking back, I was 10 at the time. It's a pretty intense scene. And, like, Link, like goes to run off like the ledge of a mountain and tetra catches him is like hey you fucking dipshit you can't fucking do that uh, we're going to be an explicit episode again folks i'm sorry <laughs> so 
Link sets out with the pirates up to the forbid. I think it's Forbidden Fortress, Forbidden City. It's wherever this bird hangs out. Link gets there. There's a terrible stealth mission, like the, in the first hour of this game. Like people complain about the Triforce hunting. No, this is my least favorite part of this game, because Link gets catapulted into the into the fortress. Drops his sword. You're basically sneaking. You got those dumb little boar guys that, like, if they see you, they go. And then, they like, it sets you back, like, down lower in the fortress. So you eventually get to where uh, Ariel is, and you see all these other blonde girls in there. This bird's got a type. He's kidnapping blonde girls left and right. And uh, the bird's owner, just standing there menacingly, also in a very nice robe that reminds me of Chris Tucker from Rush Hour, like he does, he he looks over his shoulder and then the bird fucking yeets you into the ocean. Uh, you end up at Windfall Island where this random fucking talking bow is just like, hey, I saw what happened. <laughs> you totally went about that the wrong way, and it's the uh, the king of red lions and. He's like, yo, fam, we need a sail. So Link goes through Windfall, uh, finds a sail. I forget how he does that. I think there's like an equivalent of a bomber squad on Windfall. You get a sail and you set off to, uh, you basically what you have to do is you're collecting the, um, the stone, the goddess stones. And so you need to collect all three. And this boat's like, hey, if we collect all three, we can go get this sweet ass sword. More on that later. So you get, you get to the first island. It's called... Uh, is it Rooster's Den or Rooster? Uh, it's, I think it's Roost Island or something like that. And these birds are all tripping. First of all, there are birds here. Uh, they replace the uh, Zoras, which I always thought was weird because you get this world full of water now and the Zoras are non-existent. Like, I think there's maybe one or two. Uh, I think they're called the Zatos or the Zitos, something like that. So there's this one girl bird. Or no, there's the prince bird who can't fly, and he's pretty pissy about it. And you find out that there's, oh, it's Dragon Roost. It's Dragon Roost because there's a dragon on top of the volcano. And <laughs> the dragon's pissed. Well, you find out it's because there's a monster pulling its tail. And I think it's called like Grom or Growl or Groma or something like that. I saw that smirk. I think that means I got it. Uh, <laughs> and so, you, first of all, I think the I think the the weapon you get in this dungeon with the little rope with the hook on it, the best weapon in a Zelda game. I love it so much. Uh, you basically kill that monster. The dragon is like chill. He's like, thanks, dog. I love you. I appreciate you. You get that go- uh, You get that goddess stone. You get out of there. The prince chills out for once in his life. He's got this little bird girl. She's gonna be more important later. I think her name's like Melody or something like that, or Melly. Uh, so then you go to the next island, which is like a forest, which has like these weird little like sock puppet looking creatures. If you've ever played Unravel, Re- Unraveled and saw that little guy, it's kind of like this, but gray and they wear leaves on their face. Uh, they're basically the stand in for like the, the children of the forest. They're basically what the children of the forest evolved into. There's a Deku tree in here because there's always a fucking Deku tree. And he's like, hey, man, there's this. Oh, you don't go into it, though. So that's the first. He's like, hey, there's this other island or some bad shit's going on. And one of our little uh, forest children's missing. Could you go get that little dude? I think his name's Mac- Mackie or Mackay. And uh, so you go, you defeat this monster. And I can't think, is it more Drabo or more Elo or something like that? It's got two words in its name. Not, not a good boss name. Not a good boss either. It's just boring. Uh, it reminds me of a Metroid Prime boss with like all of its tentacles. So you, you, you defeat that. Deku Tree's like, yo, dude, take my stones. And you get the second stone. 
and Mackey's fine, and we'll come back to him because he's important too. You go to the third uh, place where the third stone is, and uh, shit's not good because this place has been completely destroyed due to uh, Nintendo running out of time to develop this game. Uh, so you're looking for Jabu Jabu, and it turns out he's in a cave at Offset Island. So you're like, dude, dope, I get to go home. And it's like rainy, it's sad, there's like uh, whirlpools everywhere, there's giant squids attacking you on the way. And you get there and you're like, okay, we need bombs to defeat this wall on the back of our island to get to Jabu Jabu. You do it, you get in there and Jabu Jabu is just like saying some shit that you can't understand until, until you go through a second playthrough. I think basically he's just pissed that his home got destroyed. He's like, uh, you know, you ain't got time for a dungeon. Here's the third stone. So he gives it to you and you use the three, or they're like, they're like, they look like little dragon balls in this one. They don't really look like the regular stones that they are. You put them on these three islands and like a light burst and it almost like fucking yeets Link again. I think it does yeet Link and it gets picked up by the boat. Uh, but it uh, reveals this tower in the middle, in the middle of the map, in the middle of the ocean. It's the Tower of the Gods. And this is where you're going in. You have to go and defeat this boss. His name's called Godin, which sounds like Godhan. It's basically, this whole dungeon is basically a test to prove yourself. You get through this dungeon. It unlocks like this secret underworld. You go down there and you find this sword that I mentioned earlier, the master sword. And the boat's like, yo, man, we can go fuck this Ganon guy up. They, oh, yeah, the bad guy, by the way. It was Ganon. To be, it was revealed to be Ganon a while back, but I wanted to be uh, mysterious for you guys. So you get the sword, you head back, you go to save your sister, you fight the bird, which I think is called like Halea God or Hala Kamehameha God, something, it's something God. And it's a cool boss fight because you get your little skull hammer and you're basically just bashing this guy in the face. Like, uh, sorry for you bird watchers out there, but this bird had to fucking go. You also fight like some shadow Ganons. Mm, Excuse me, indigestion. You fight some shadow Ganons. Which are some of my favorite mini boss fights because you're just like hitting their fucking projectile back and forth and it's playing the little doot, 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 doot. like this. This game was really good about like making you feel like a badass with a sword because anytime you hit anything, like there's a little tune most of the time, especially in this encounter. So you, you save your sister, uh, Ganon. Think he try you, you find out that so the pirates are there again, and you find out Tetra is actually the reincarnation of Princess Zelda, which is dope because she's a pirate now, and you're like, cool, that's a really good, that's a really cool like uh, read on that character because she's not this hopeless princess anymore, and then they turn her into a hopeless princess for like the remainder of the game after this. <laughs> so you go back, <clears throat> you take her back to the underwater part, which actually turns out to be Hyrule. So you found out Hyrule was like flooded and. This is where it is. Uh, I think it was flooded to save the world from Ganon. And well, now look, now look where they're at. But you take her there. You uh, you find out the power of the Master Sword's not at its fullest because Ganon's goons have killed some of the one of two of the seven sages from Arcarina of Time. And I think it was one, I think it was the Zora, and I forget what the other one was. But you find out. Okay, so we need to find two new sages. It turns out you already met the two sages. It's uh, Makey, Mackey, and uh, Melly, Melody, Melanie. I'm just saying names so I get the points, you guys. I'm trying to get as close as I can. See if Josh is if Josh is a merciful god. Uh, <laughs> so you you go and pick up Bird Girl and you go to her dungeon. Her dungeon's okay because like you carry her and she like flies you, and you fight this boss. I think it's called like 
Jalal, Jalalel, or Jababel. It's this big ghost. You get your mirror shield. That's how you fight it. And she becomes a sage. And, like, it's kind of sad because they don't get to see the people in their lives anymore. And she was kind of close with the prince. I mean, he was cute. Who can blame her? And then Makey, you feel less, less bad for him because he's a weird forest kid. But you get to his dungeon, and it's just... it's. <sighs> I hate his dungeon and his boss is just a giant worm. I'm not even going to try to remember his name. So you get these two, you get the two sages, uh, you get the power back in your sword and then you find out you need the Triforce. (laughs) And this is the part that pisses people off. So you have to find, so during this whole time you've been collecting maps and some of them are like this bluish map and you're like, Oh cool. That must be a really big treasure. No, it's part of the Triforce. So basically, you get these maps. You have to go to Tingle, which you either love or hate Tangle. Tingle. Josh, I'm gonna need. How do you feel about Tingle? I think I like him in this one more than I did uh, like Majora's Mask. He's, so. he's, he's more useful. He's less exploitative. Yeah. Uh, so you have to go to his island, and plus you could also play as Tingle in this game a little bit if you had a Game Boy attached to your GameCube. Fun fact. Uh, you go to his island. He deciphers the maps. There's eight shards. If you've played, if you played this on the Wii U, it's shortened somehow. I don't know how they did it, but you're basically so basically the next two or three hours of your life are you sailing the open waters, and uh, you know just finding <laughs> finding these shards. I forgot to mention the Wind Waker is actually a baton you get. It's like a musical conductor. You get it from like the god of wind or the god of uh, weather. He's a frog on a cloud, and then the other frog on the cloud gives you the fast travel song if you hit him with a bow and arrow <laughs> during a hurricane. Uh, those were, I didn't bring them up because I, the Wind Waker is really like, yeah, you use to control wind, fast travel, and do other things, but I think the musical part of this game is kind of forgettable, whereas, you know, the ocarina was very like, you see an ocarina, you know, if I like stuck a Wind Waker up your ass, you'd be like, what the fuck, you just stick up my ass? Uh but so that's the wind waker uh so i digress so we got all the triforces and now we put it together and we're going to we're going to the castle we're going back to the castle because it's showtime this motherfucker ganon has to go he has to go you get uh you get down there and the boat reveals to you hey i am the king of red lions i was the actual king of hyrule And, and it makes you think for a minute you're like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute your kingdom was flooding you were dying and this is basically Zelda's dad, if I if I understand that correctly. Uh, you were basically dying. You, your daughter's a pirate, and you turn yourself into a boat. Like you couldn't like you couldn't like wish wish for Ganon to be dead, or like you know maybe train some worthy uh, soldiers to fight Ganon. But no, you think want to be a talking boat, <laughs> and it's the it's the dumbest thing. But so he's he's like, yeah, I'm a person, by the way. So you're down there. You're going through this last dungeon. You fight another Shadow Ganon. Again, cool fight. And you get there and you fight. You get to the final boss fight and you fight Puppet Ganon. And I think this was, this, I think this was a pretty tough fight, if I'm remembering cor- correctly. Like, I remember struggling with it. And then, so you defeat Puppet Ganon. Zelda doesn't look like a pirate anymore. She looks like a regular old Zelda. And she's got a light bow because that's one of the upgrades you never got. No light bow for you in this game. You probably got cut. Uh, so you're fighting him. And it's just like... So the reason people hate this one is be- hate the art direction of Wind Waker is because Nintendo did like a little slice of like what a Link Ganon fight would look like, like if it were done like mature like mature graphics like Ocarina of Time and it looked cool and people were like yeah this is balling, this fight is so freaking cool. So 
all three Triforces are like reunited and Ganon tries to use it to wish for like some ultimate power or immortality or something. I don't know. Bad guys are all the same. They all want the same thing and it's sick. Uh, and then the King of Red Lions is like, I'm not only a boat, I can make wishes too. And he wishes to flood uh, Hyrule again and flood the evil. So the ocean is pouring back down onto you. You, uh, Zelda's like, I'm going to shoot him with this bow. You go ahead and stab him. You poke him a few times with that sword of yours. And you start fighting and things are getting crazy. Things are getting wild. The water's all around you. And you're starting to win the fight. And then in the last triumphant moment of the game, which makes you, it's the ultimate power, like ultimate power thing. Like if you're playing this and you did this moment, you're like, I'm a fucking badass. Link stabs the so the master sword into Ganon's head and it stays there and Ganon starts to turn to stone. He's just like, I, if you're, if you're listening to audio, jump over to the video and look at my face. <laughs> it's like, and so Ganon's defeated and yeah, the sword's gone and everyone floats back to the surface. Uh, everyone is safe. Uh, Link is back at Offset Island talking to his family, and he's like, yo, guys, that was dope. I'm going to go do more adventures. Uh, his sister is sad, but Link still has the King of Red Lions. Tetra lets, them, lets him travel along with his extra boat, even though there's obviously room in the boat for King of Red Lions, and Link could have been on the big boat, but whatever. And then uh, so they set out and go have adventures in Spirit Tracks, and that is where Wind Waker ends. Time. That wasn't bad. Are you disappointed? I am actually actually a little disappointed. What? I think I hit all the marks. You, for the most part, you did, but there's a lot. Only half points I have to give you. A lot. Oh my god. Um, I'm torn on the first one, so let me think while I'm adding the rest of them. Up I'm just gonna let the timer run out on the screen, but we, uh, we finished, you guys. I can't find the app to make it stop. Make it stop. Hi, uh, do you have, are you working on the sheet? Yeah, I got to add up the half points. I didn't have this. All right, everybody. So I have something to admit here. Uh, when we originally recorded us going over the score, uh, OBS did not pick up Josh's audio. So when I went to go edit the video last night, two in the morning, I got to this part of the video and you could hear my lovely voice coming to you live. But then Josh's voice was something like, there was nothing. There was nothing. You could hear like my mouth doing mouth things and me drinking coffee. Josh was gone. And that was because I didn't carry over an audio clip to the scene with our score sheet. So I apologize. But we are here to do the score. Uh, I'm going to act surprised. Like I did not know this score. Josh, let's go ahead and review the score. Well, you did better than I thought you would, and I gave you a lot of leniency because uh, I felt bad for you eating beets and then throwing up live. So you know, you were very, you were very kind whenever I had an, a beef with you when we were going over the scorecard, because you were like, mm, I didn't count it because of this. I was like, well, you know, well, I give you half credit. It wasn't like I didn't count it. I just was like, no, I'm only gonna give you half credit, and you're like, well, technically, and I'm well, like, oh, whatever. I, I was throwing a word around a lot. In the original recording, semantics, Josh. It's semantics, <laughs> semantics, Joshua. Whatever. Well, okay. Anyway, so we'll go from the top. So, all in all, you did better than I thought you would, and that was even before me giving being like, okay, technically, I guess he did get it, so I'll give it to him. But we'll go from the top. 
So the Legend of Hyrule and the Great Flood. You actually originally started by talking about the Legend of Hyrule, but you never got to the Great Flood until like midway through it. So I was like, okay, well, I gave it to you. Saved it. Uh, <laughs> Saved it for the end. I wanted to be, I wanted to be dramatic. Right. So I was like, okay, you gave me Outset Island is home to Link. So you got that. Uh, you did talk about uh, Link becoming of age, and on the island offset, when you become of a certain age, you're given like the ceremonial green outfit uh, of the Hero of Time, and you're supposed to wear it on your day. Which so Nick did get that right. Which, looking back, Link was the or the, your boy was the only person wearing it. I never saw anyone else wearing it except for like Tingle, but his was creepy. Well, I mean, it was you're only. I think you're only supposed to wear it the day of your birthday. And like, mm. let's face it, there's like only four kids on the island, which is a little worrisome because it's like, okay, I see like two uh, adults and four uh, kids. This population is. There's a, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of incest here. All right, then from there, <laughs> <laughs> you did not get this one. Um, Link's young sister Ariel, Ari, is it Ariel? Yeah, Ariel, Ariel, gives gifts Link a telescope for his birthday, which he then, as he's looking out through the telescope, notices uh, the giant bird or the Helmarek King. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm going to butcher that. Helmarek King? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. So, you didn't get that, but you did save yourself by saying that, you know, Tetra falls from the king, and Link saves her, but Ariel gets kidnapped in response. Okay. And I will remind everyone who's uh, listening on audio that we do have a PDF of this up if you want to follow along. Uh, if you're watching video and you can't see this, if it's too small, we do also have a PDF up for you guys. So just a heads up on that. Going forward, uh, we did uh, talk about uh, Link going into the Forsaken Fortress, but you didn't call it the Forsaken Fortress. I called it like the Forbidden Fortress or something like that. It was so close. I knew it was SF. Oh, I but you did say that he uh, goes in to save his sister, so you did get half credit for that one. Good. Um, from there, Link is hurled into the sea and meets the talking boat King of Red Lions, which if you look at the PDF, it says Ode, because I can't type. <laughs> uh, so you did get that. Gave you credit for that one. Uh, Link must search for the three goddess pearls and is given the Wind Waker in order to travel. Again, yeah, I came, goddess I, pearls. I came but, back late on the Wind Waker, and I call. I think I was calling them stones the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you kept calling them stones, and you didn't bring a Wind Waker until like almost like the very end. Oh, hey, by the way, the reason it's called Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> what a quinkadink! And then from there, I got a little technical. I wanted Nick to explain who uh, is like the the deity that protects the pearls. So you have Valu, who protects Din's pearl. I didn't get the, that one. I said the dragon. Yeah, but that's not the name. It's Valu. I know. Uh, the Great Deku Tree with Farori's Pearl. To be fair, I called him the, the Deku Tree, but, you know, teach yes. their own. Teach their own. I don't think he's that great, but whatever. And then it's Jaboon with Nairu's Pearl, which you kept saying Jabu Jabu. You know, he came from an egg and a, a fish sperm that was from Jabu Jabu. Yeah, they're, they're family. They're family. But then you came back around and you saved yourself by mentioning Tower of Gods and Master Sword, which Tower of Gods is uh, the tower that is emerges when you put all three pearls in the respective spots. Link is then flung to the Tower of Gods, basically, and you ascend it, fight a guy, and get the Master Sword, basically. I mean, the Master Sword in any Zelda game, it's basically a free space on, your, on my bingo sheet. <laughs> exactly. Um, from there... 
you did talk about how when you're in uh, the ruins, you find out that it's Hyrule that was uh, flooded. You find out that Tetra is like the reincarnation or is like the great, it's like a further generation of Princess Zelda. Uh, and you find out that the Red King is uh, Hyrule's king, which you did not mention until almost the very end. Still came back and got it, you know? It's, it was one of those things got it. where you got to the end of the test and you're like, oh, I left a few of those things blank. Let me go back and... Yeah, do like a quick run round. Like, oh yeah, I forgot to mention this, this, and this. Yep. I had time. Um, okay, so from there, Link must gather the pieces of the Triforce of Courage and reawaken the Master Sword. Um, you did mention reawaken the Master Sword, but once again, the pieces of the Triforce, almost to the very end, you didn't bring up. Um... Uh, so I, I, uh, I willfully disagree because I mentioned both sages. I mentioned both sages. Oh, well, you didn't. That. I, that, well, uh, you did that. You have to get both sages to reawaken the master sword. We talked about this. Yeah, I know. But you did not bring up the Link's uh, quest for the Triforce. Actually, technically, you did mention it in the beginning, hunting Triforce, but you never explicitly stated until the very end. Moving on. Moving on. Um Link has uh, Maker and Bedley become the new sages of Wind of Earth. Nick originally was like, he knew that he got the names, but he did not mention which sages. Like, he, I think he said, like, fire and water or something. I wish I wish they would have had it be three sages, and then it, I could have made, like, an Earth, Wind, and Fire reference and broke, that, broke out into December or September. <laughs> oh, God. That would have been Moving on. Moving on. Nintendo. Uh, Nick did not mention that the Red Lion proclaims Link as the Hero of Wind. That was my one I such, thought he would get for sure. Such a dumb title. It is, but it goes with, like, you have the Hero of Time, so, like, Hero of Wind. Okay, but the Hero of Time, so the Hero of Time did his thing and then continued to do Hero of Time stuff. This Link did Hero of Wind stuff and then went on and played on a fucking train set. And played with a minish cap. I think this is the same. The same link played with a cap that made him small. I don't think so. I think he's only the the phantom tracks. That's not the only other thing he hmm. did. Oh, the, the spirit tracks and the phantom hourglass. Or spirit tracks. Yeah, I think it's those two. Sorry for the yawn. Is we'll way earlier. That. Way earlier in the morning than we're used to. Anyway, moving forward, uh, Link fights Ganondorf in Ganon's tower, and I put I didn't probably write this on here so it sounds like link steals it but really ganondorf steals the triforce of courage and wisdom to assemble the whole triforce son of a bitch um and then tries to make a wish but before he can do it the king basically touches it and makes two wishes which i basically just gave it to nick because he did mention at least the first wish first wish being that hyrule and Ganondorf be flooded again, and the basically. second and the second wish to bring back Krillin. <laughs> no, <laughs> Krillin's still dead. Uh, he wished that uh, Link and Tetra live, uh, have hope for the new world. Basically, like be able to essentially find land for the people of Hy- the old, the new people of Hyrule to live and prosper on. Um, and then, of course, we got the most badass moment of the whole entire game. Link and Zelda fighting Ganondorf, and Link then swiftly stabs Ganondorf in the face. In the face. And then I believe he turns to stone and stays that way with this Master Sword yeah. still embedded into his head. Yeah, remember my face yesterday, or Friday, or Saturday. Whatever day it was, yeah. Uh, and then from there, 
At the very end, we see Link sailing away with Tetra and her crew to search for new land, guided by the wind, which then leads to uh, the spirit track, or the now one is the next one. All right. Which Nick's correctly said, there's no, there's no wind. All right, Teach, what was my final score? All right, so you had 14 completely correct answers. Nice. And then you had... Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you had 14 correct answers. You had one half answer for a total of 36.25 out of 50. It's a new record. I'm shocked. Oh, my goodness. How did I score that high? Oh, my. Oh, wow. Look at me go. Mom. Mom, look at me go. Mom. I oh, did. don't worry. I'll be doing still better than you, and I will make you do the punishment. Hold on. I just peeled out all over all over my previous record. Hold on. Let me peel out over it. It's the worst peel-out soundbite I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a good thing I can't hear it. It's a good thing you can't hear it. Well, Josh, we don't know the punishment yet, but you best be careful because that's going to be hard to beat. And whatever game you end up doing, I'm going to make that shit tough. Oh, I just swore it again, didn't I? Oh, well. <laughs> There's already swearing at the beginning of this episode, Josh. So Yeah, if, I know, but still, you said you weren't going to do it. I know. For, for, the next, for 2003, I'm going to be the cleanest mouth you've ever heard, I promise. At the rate we're going, Nick, I'm going to be the only person going out of this podcast to do other things, other oh, collaborations. Did you see, uh, so a review came, a review came in, uh, the review that I wrote. <laughs> did you see it when I texted you about it last night? I still have not. I mean, you texted me at 3 o'clock in the morning. This is true. This is true. But uh, I was sleeping. I w so I was up. I was going to edit the video. I was editing this video last night. That was my intention. And I ended up watching a few hours of Kill Counts. And then at like two o'clock, I went to edit the video. <laughs> this and then I saw that your sound was off, and I was like, "Oh no!" So I was like, "You know what? This just means I get to go to bed now." So you know, it was a good silver lining. All right, Josh. So we're we're gonna head off of here, folks. We're gonna go take care of 2003 here in a few minutes. But uh, you can. I am Nick. I'm Nick. You can find me on Twitch at Nick Fat Night. Uh, on Twitter at that Kaufman. Our show is on Twitter at Smashing Game Time. Just search for Smashing Game Time. You'll find us on Twitter. Soon to be coming to Instagram. I just have to sit down and do it. Josh, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at I'm Josh Saying. I'm Josh Saying. That is growing. That name is growing on me, Josh. I know, right? Right. Yeah. It's it's like at first I was like, Ugh. it's cringy at first, but then as you start saying it, you're like. And you're like, mm, okay, I can kind of deal with it. But uh, again, big, big shout out to Alex Marvin Clark for our outro or intro and outro. Hunt him down. All right, everybody. We are heading off. We'll see you next Monday. Josh, say bye to the people. Hi, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>